up y'all it's your girl patrice speaks and i'm back with another episode welcome 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 if this is your first time tuning into this podcast welcome and if you're not new to this but you're true to this welcome back what's going on happy monday it is now april 25th and we have started a new week you guys it's been truly blessed your girl last uh, episode we had was self-reflection and journaling definitely was amazing definitely get it in if you guys didn't know i am referencing to a book called the manifestation journal um i'm gonna definitely put it down in the community tab again make sure you guys are following me following me following me make sure you're sharing 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 because if you don't need it somebody else does and if this is your first time tuning into this podcast let me formally introduce myself my name is patria i'm a business and lifestyle coach as well as your favorite podcaster here we talk about self-love self-care and self-development as a whole we speak through our transparencies well i speak through my transparency transparencies to be a god and light in this thing called life as you know that trans that introduction changes every time but you guys already know the vibes but today 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 i want to dedicate this episode to my brother his birthday is may 5th he passed away december 5th 2014 and as we're approaching his birthday a lot of things have transpired has transpired transpired excuse me um you know, throughout the seven years, um, how I deal with my traumas when it comes to death, and just a lot of things goes through me, how I handle things, and, you know, dealing with PTSD, it's, it's, it's a roller coaster, super, super roller coaster. Um, so, for me, I wanted to dedicate this this episode to him as well as if you guys didn't know on netflix there's a movie called beats and it definitely resonated with me it definitely kind of made me told my story in a sense it wasn't as drastic like not to go outside but dealing with death that is exactly the way I deal with death and others do not understand me so it's very uh, complicated it's very disappointing to the other person because when they look at me or a position that I have in a person's life is usually to be there for them to encourage them and in that moment if there's someone who passes away that's close to you you know, if you needed me, I could not be there for you due to the traumas of losing people in my life. And, you know, I try to do I try to deal with death in a way of a celebration. But when it comes back to me, I usually run from it. And a lot of people don't understand that. So I wanted to pinpoint some things and also celebrate him and also get this episode out there to speak to those who may be feeling a certain way or dealing with PTSD in a way and people don't understand it when you do have your triggers. So I definitely wanted to touch on it. I definitely wanted to touch on it today and just speak on some things that, you know, getting getting me out there to be an example for someone who may be dealing with PTSD, maybe going through a trauma, you know, losing a sibling, losing a loved one, 
and everyone doesn't know how to deal with it or any no one knows how to deal with you when you're in that moment so you know we're gonna go ahead and talk about it but before we get into this episode let's go ahead and pay some bills welcome back guys welcome back so this episode is dedicated to my brother his name is patrick lavon greens jr and yes he passed away december 5th 2014 um he died where still don't know why um we're putting everything together you know we know no one killed him and it wasn't by force anything like that but I do know that my brother suffered from mental um, mental health issues, you know, things that he was going through, depression, you know, a lot of stuff that was keeping him away from the home. And with that being said, um, with him staying away from the home, you know, that kind of me being the oldest of four, he's right after me. That kind of triggered me in a way once he passed away because I'm so used to protecting him, so used to giving him advice so used to being on his behind you know about a lot of things because I of course wanted him to be a great man which it wasn't like he wasn't but always continued to live in his truth and the last words that he spoke to me was that you know after you know the sibling a sibling argument we all have sibling arguments I mean if you have siblings we know we have those good sibling arguments as we would say but you know with him you know we had an argument and after you know making up he was just like yo treat you like the strongest person I ever met and that literally touched me at that moment at that time it touched me because I really didn't you know that my brother looked at me as being the strongest person in his life and then to for him to say that after a moment of you know getting on his behind and He's, you know, because he's always like, you always got something to say. You know, that was his thing when it came to me. But that was only because of me wanting him to be great, you know, wanting him to walk in his truth and stuff like that. So now that he's gone and he's with, you know, has transitioned, it's those words I live by. I live by those words. So I know that there's individuals, you know, even watching the movie his sister was a singer you know she made beats and she sung she you know she was into music so when that happened you know he thought felt like he had to live on her legacy by creating music keep it going keep it going keep it going and I want to touch on a couple of things I don't want to rant I don't want to rave about it but the guilt of losing a sibling it's so many different things that happened in that moment. Like I stated to you, one was I'm the oldest. I was supposed to protect him. I was supposed to know he was going through this. I was supposed to help him through this process. And especially when you are the oldest sibling of them, there's a protection, especially when you're very close. You lived in a home from from birth, literally. And, you know, being that oldest sibling, you have this protection over them and you want them to you know you don't want anybody to hurt them you don't want anything to happen to them so the guilt of it is you just go through all of this like yo what could I have done 
was what was the signs what was this what was that and if someone ever lost a loved one or a sibling drop down in the community tab what were some of the things that you felt like when you lost your um significant other or your you know a loved one what were some of the things that was going through your head when you you know when they passed when they transitioned that was what it was for me so and then the second thing is after they live on you know pass away you think about the memorable times you know what did they have going on at that time and you as the person because you're still here on earth you feel like you owe that to them to continue on their legacy you know continue on those words that they placed upon you so in my transition as far as being an entrepreneur you know those words live in me you are the strongest person I ever met so a lot of times my anxiety goes up really really high because I'm still trying to you know live on those words that strength it's an encouragement don't get me wrong it's an encouragement it keeps me going it keeps me going but sometimes you got to take a step back and realize that you know you're not as strong every day every day and I would beat myself up like yo I gotta gotta make this work I gotta make that work you know to live on those words that he gave to me and in the movie beats you know he didn't really he didn't like music like his sister liked the music but he had to do it because he was like yo this is what my sister wanted this is what my sister was doing before she passed and then in the movie where I related to was if it wasn't if I didn't do this this would have never happened that's that guilt again you know in the movie that's where he was at his sister came his mom was like yo where's your brother we about to have dinner and she was like oh okay I'll go get him she went outside to go get him and he was already in some sort of trouble so as they're walking home you know the guys who felt some type of way seen him and retaliated instead of him catching instead of him catching the bullet his sister caught the bullet so there's guilt all the way I don't even know how it feels to witness a death you know what I'm saying I I I never felt that way but to hear the screams and the cries when someone says that they 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 have been hurt or they're no longer here is like piercing to my soul piercing to my soul and a lot of people don't understand like I literally go numb when someone says someone passed it's not an immediate cry for me it's an automatic numb for me and to hear I'm I'm like the worst person to tell like tell me last like I want to know last I don't even want to know first like honestly you probably have the funeral already and now we back to regular scheduled program that's how it's so bad for me like I just and it constantly I, I started you know I would dream dream of things and you know and then for him in the movie he didn't go to school for a whole year you know his mom took him out of school because he was having anxiety really really bad and he was having panic attacks just to step back outside and so another way another um time I was relatable to him in the movie was when he actually did 
step outside and he freaked out like literally freaked out and he was just going through so many emotions you know he wanted to do it he wanted and that's how it was when I started working um my brother died in December 5th I had started another job I started a new job January 5th so exactly 30 days I had to get back on the ball get rolling again and I was like can I do this can I not I was sick to my stomach and my orientation because I just kept on saying to myself am I going to be able to make it because I can't have that blank literally during that process like people would talk to me and I would be listening to them like literally looking at them but I couldn't hear a word that they were saying because I was just like in a trance and the job that I was going for was primarily on the phones and I'm like yo these people gonna be talking to me and I can't even hear them so thank god my training was for six weeks because if they would have trained me for a few days and then jumped on the phones I'd have lost the job I already know but thank god you know in his name that he was able to you know get me through you know god got me through that so I it was the same thing with going back outside but it was done he did it Another thing in the movie that triggered me was when it wasn't just the death of his of his sister. It was the multiple deaths after that too. You know, losing friends, losing people who just support system. And that triggered me too. I was just like, yo, this movie is super dope. You guys go ahead and watch it on Netflix. But that's the same order that happened to me. And it just the more and more the trauma kept hitting him, the more and more it kept him in the house. The more and more it kept him in the house. And that was the same thing for me. You know, I had my brother pass away in December. And then my auntie that was close to me, you know, down here in Atlanta, she passed away. And then a couple of months after that, um, another person of my support system, which is my cousin's partner, he passed away. And then after that, like maybe I say nine months to a year, kind of, I think he passed away. My cousin passed away. So it was just like back to back to back to back. And the more the more they passed, the more I got deeper and deeper in depression. And I ran from people. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And then on top of it, my brother's um, son's mother, their mother's grandmother, passed away my my nephew's grandmother passed away a few years after that so you know just to lose those people back to back to back to back and these people are my support system you know these are the people I go to when I'm having you know one of those days or I need to be cheered up or my biggest cheerleaders you know so to lose all of them within that time frame it really just backed me in the corner you know I dealt with death before I've been dealing with death since I was nine years old I've seen my uncle who passed, which was the same age as my brother, 27, and my grandfather passed. It always happened like boom, 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 boom. And, you know, these particular storms in my life, I was just like, oh, my goodness. And then after that, you know, growing up as a teenager, I've seen a lot of my friends dying. You know, a lot of my friends died, you know, and I went to funerals when I was 15. So, you know, the death for me is not easy. It's definitely not easy. I know people 
um, who never buried anyone before. Like they're, they may have buried one person in their life. I've been through multiple, multiple um, deaths. And, you know, especially starting off young, now I'm 36 years old and I barely can handle it. And, you know, it's going to come a time where my parents are going to pass. You know, there's going to come a time where more and more people who are older are going to pass that's close to me. And I literally don't know what I'm going to do. You know, so this is for people. I'm here to encourage you, though. Because a lot of people don't understand what PTSD is about. Or they may have PTSD and they may not. They may think theirs is worse than yours. But literally we're all going through something we're all going through something that traumatized us in a way that makes our behaviors change you know especially when you are the number one strong person and you know we cry behind the scenes we push people away you know even when we think we're ready and then we go out there and something little could trigger us, we go back into that hole again. But I just want to encourage people this, to understand that you are who you are. You can't change who you are. The book is already written. Yes, it may seem like suffering. It may seem like why is this me? Why am I going through this? But you're not the only person that's going through it. But I say this is speak your truth. If you're having one of those days where you don't want to be bothered, say that. Say that. It's easier said than done, trust me. Right now, I'm dealing with it. My cousin's stepfather passed away, and I talked to her one time, and that was just last week. I feel so embarrassed. I feel lost because I'm used to being there. She was there for me. And just to not be there, it's kind of messed up. Tomorrow's the funeral, and I have to be there. And I don't know how they're going to take me because I haven't been there, haven't gave a soda, haven't did anything, just because I'm literally numb I'm so numb I'm so numb I'm I'm so numb and um you know on top of all of the things that I went through last week on top of the death you know it's just numb like I'm super numb but you guys be who you are I'm living in my truth what discourages me or makes me feel some type of ways when I can't perform in that way and I know this is probably for everybody that that's what's kind of holding you back but I'm learning that hey even if it bothers other individuals this is my process this is how I get through um because when everything is said and done I still have to be able to pick myself up I still got to be able to work a job I still got to be able to be big sis I still got to be able to be big cuz or, you know, the financial advisor for my mom and dad, you know, the oldest child, all those type of hats that I wear, the business and lifestyle coach, as well as the podcaster. I still got to do all of those things. And if I'm not right, I can't perform. So when these triggers come about, I got to find a way to get out of it because I can't sit in mess because clearly the bills got to be paid. 
clearly I still have to perform in my positions. But I, I, I look at it like this. Yo, I'm going to take a step back and take time for myself. And if that bothers others, individuals, that has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. Because the only way that I can do what I do is if I'm taking care of myself. That's one. And two, what they what I eat don't make them shit. So at the end of the day, I got to take care of myself. I got to take care of myself. I got to take care of myself. I, I have to take care of me. And if that offends them, so be it. We can't let, we can't take on this stress and then take on another person's stress trying to be something that we can't be all the time. Check the resume. How many times have we been there for you in a time? This is the time where we just can't be there. In that moment, we can't. And I don't expect anybody to be there for me if they can't do it. If you don't have the juice to fill me up, how can I expect that from you? I can't. I'm I'm not and I will not. And why? Because I experienced it. So I say this is living your truth. Living your truth. Don't stay in the mess. Identify it. Pray about it. Meditate on it. Self-reflect. You know? All of those things. Don't sit in it though. But know your truth. Know your truth. But guys, I'm super excited. I pray that this touched someone. And I am excited that I know that this, what I'm saying today, is going to reach someone in a way. Because they're feeling alone in this process. They're feeling bad in the process. They're feeling like, why did I do this? Why? I'm always there. But now that they hear this word, they can take a step back and they can feel themselves. They can feel themselves. They can handle it. They can speak. And then also, you guys, with this, with this particular uh, episode is that this is all converting to therapy. Because I expressed this to my therapist that why am I feeling it? She said, live your truth. You can't always be there for everybody. You definitely can't be there for anybody if you can't be there for yourself. So definitely I'm able to say that because I had someone to help me through it. And I had to tell that to the therapist, you know, I feel really bad that I can't. And she helped me to realize that this is you. This is who you are. And so therapy, therapy, therapy is number one, guys. Therapy. Guys and and ladies, therapy is what you need to get through. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Love you guys so, so much. You guys are amazing. Keep going, keep sharing, keep liking. Make sure you follow me. Follow, follow, follow. So that I can put, you guys can answer the questions in the community tab. Okay, and then also make sure every Sunday that you watch that you're following me on Instagram. I have the book to busy series called the transition where we speak to business owners, entrepreneurs and people of purpose where they sit down with me and we talk about their transitional transitional moment as well as their purpose and they get to promote their business as well. So make sure you show up on Sundays with me on Instagram live and it goes down so I love you guys oh so 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 much 
If you're looking to be a guest on the podcast, make sure you email me at pwpvaservices21 at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram and hit me up directly in my DM and say, I would like to be a guest. But without further ado, you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. And as you know, it's your girl, Patrice Beats. <laughs>